Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to Tipsy Tourism, the podcast where we visit top tourist attractions whilst enjoying some alcoholic beverages in an incredibly responsible manner. My name is Chelsea and I'm in charge of choosing the activity. And I'm James and I choose the drink, the alcoholic beverage. Um, And right now we are in Budapest. Budapest. Uh, Last episode we whizzed through a few different tourist attractions including... Pinball Museum. Some ruined bars. Uh, the thermal baths. And also the children's railway. But what have you selected? We have decided to go for Budapest's Great Market Hall. So the, the big market hall where they do all the food and drink and stuff. Exactly. We're going for food and drink in this episode. Now, I feel like people... We haven't done that before, by the way. No. I know. It's bizarre that we haven't really done a bit of a food moment here on Tipsy Tourism. No. Um, But I do feel like we need to address the fact that I think people are going to be upset that we didn't go for the children's railway. Um, Look, let me me be really super honest with you. It's 50 minutes away. (laughs) And you just said before we started recording, you really hate children. No, I don't. I don't hate children. You didn't say that. I actually think that would be a really, really fun one to do. And maybe if we have a bit more time on our last day. You called it the little idiot railway. (laughs) (laughs) I did not. I I did not. Uh, I think actually what swung it is that we're both quite hungry. And this is a great chance for us to try out some local foods. And also, because the building's well old, you'll have some history sprinkled in there too. Yeah. Uh, But before, before I tell you like the basic info, I'm quite parched. What have you got lined up for us, James? We need a drink. We do need a drink. Mm-hmm. Now, I know normally I will select this in uh, in a previous series from my drinks trolley at home, but we haven't been at home for six episodes I now. I I do miss our trolley a little bit. Hopefully, hopefully in the next one, we'll it be will, back. It'll return at some point. But yes, I still am selecting the drink, but today I have been to a shop and I bought a Hungarian Classic. Right. Yes, I have gone for. Let me can I go and get it? Yeah. Off to get it. Right, I'm gonna keep my eyes closed. Gonna pop it in your hand. I've gone for Oh, hang on, hang on. Before I open my eyes, 
It feels like a potion. It's like a, a cartoon bomb size. You know what the cartoon <laughs> bombs have with the fuse that pops out? Yeah. <laughs> the black ball. Yeah. It's that size of bottle. It, it feels like, um, is it Chambord? Chambord, yeah. That, that kind of bottle size. What I've actually gone for, can I say what it is? Can I open my eyes? Yeah. It's Ooh. Unicum. Excuse me? Unicum. What the? Unicum, spelt U-N-I-C-U-M. And it is a legendary liqueur, <laughs> the national national drink of Hungary. Oh, uh, Unicum. Of course you've gone for this. Do you want to taste some Unicum? <laughs> you can. Really. So they drink it neat and it's uh, they sometimes have it lukewarm. Okay. Um, Which is good for you because that doesn't feel chilled. If it's perfect if you're someone who hasn't prepped something. Some people uh, do chill it, and I sometimes some people have it with ice. But I won't tell you what it's like just yet. I'll just see if any smells from it make you think of anything. Oh, okay. Oh, it's going to be one of these like herbal ones, isn't it? It looks like medicine. Smell my unicum. Oh, James. Oh my God, yeah, that smells like Jaeger. So yeah, it's uh, they describe it. Uh, online as beefier than Jägermeister, thick, bitter unicum. Oh, That's what Jesus they say. Christ. I feel like they need some help in their brand department if they're going to try and bring this over to the UK. Unicum. <laughs> Do so, not say bitter unicum. Jesus Christ. There were, there were a few different kinds of unicum, mm-hmm. and I struggled. I struggled to buy it because there's three kinds. In fact, I recorded the moment I bought it in the shop. Do you want to hear? I do. Hi there. Can I get a bottle of Unicum, please? Unicum? That one. Unicum. Yeah, yeah. How many times do you need yeah, to say perfect. it? Little. Little cum, yeah. Oh my god! Silver? Yes. Perfect. Thank you. There we go. So that's what happened. That and poor Hungarian shopkeeper. How was it? What she giggling away to yourself? She didn't. She wouldn't have known what you're giggling at. You're a child. Yes, she would. Now you might have heard in there that she said silver, mm-hmm. um, and it means that. Well, she said that because I was pointing at, at one of them in specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just pointing and shouting, "Unicum!" But I was pointing at one. She was saying silver, and I was like, "Yeah." Um, but it's because there's Unicum Original, there's Unicum Zilva, so S-Z-I-L-V-A, which means plum. And that's what we've got. So we've got Unicum Plum. <laughs> Unicum Plum. And then there's also Unicum Next. Uh, it's the newest one, and it's more bitter sweet. Okay. So we can have Unicum Next, or we've got Unicum Plum. Oh, I... So do you want to try it? Yes, you do. Of course okay. you do. I'm sure it go. is delicious, actually. Right. Um, traditionally, I'm going to say it's not true this, but I'm just going to say it. Traditionally, they drink it in a wine glass. <laughs> so that's what I've got here. Bit of oh, Jesus. Unicum for you and a bit of unicum for me. Okay. Oh, that smells like it's going to take me out. Oh. You know, you have like smelling salts that... Raise the dead. This is giving me those vibes. How many percent is it? I don't know. Too many. Hang on. Oh, it's only 34%. Only. Okay. Well, let's have a little sip. Little sip. Cheers. Swallow it. Ooh. Ooh, it's more medicinal, isn't it? Ooh, I know what they mean by when they say it's a meteor Jägermeister. 
It's like Jaeger and Bovril. Yeah. It feels like you could pop that in a in a goulash soup for a bit of a spicy alcoholic kick. No, oh. it is drunk neat because they don't <coughs> Christ. <coughs> Sorry. Too strong for James. <coughs> Oh, went down the wrong hole. Um, they don't. They drink it neat. They don't put it in many cocktails because it is a bit too much. It's a bit too overpowering. So you'll find very few cocktails with it. Apparently, that have uni come in. People don't like uni come in their cocktail. Read that. Just have it on its own sparingly. But it's one of the most popular drinks here. You're saying? Yes. Oh my god! You'll see it on all of the shelves. It's how all can, over the place. How come we haven't seen it in the UK? I've seen it once in the UK. Have you? Yeah. Where? But I've seen Unicum all over the place. Here. Really? Like everywhere I look in the shops, there's Unicum. Oh my god! Well, you're obviously looking out for Unicum much more mm. than I am. So I have to keep my little peepers peeled for next so that, time. So that—that's our drink. Well, the good news is that I'm pretty sure if this is a traditional drink, we are going to find plenty of places serving it in the Great Market Hall. So let me tell you a little bit about that. The Great Market Hall, or Central Market as it's also known, is the largest and oldest indoor market in Budapest. Woo! It was built in 1896, which was the thousand-year anniversary of the city of Budapest. And basically, in that year, whoever was in charge, they went on a wild one. They went on a rampage. Me and James did a bit of a self-guided walking tour the other day. Yeah, we did. So many of the buildings, beautiful, beautiful buildings we came across, yeah. were built in 1896. Is, it, is that what they started doing all their yeah. building at that time? And actually, you know, the number 96 is apparently really, really important in, in Budapest, in Hungary. How so? Because, so 1896 was the thousand-year anniversary of the city, so that's the first one. Mm-hmm. I believe that no buildings can be above 96 metres. Love that. In the city. Protect the skyline. And the final one is, if sang to the correct tempo, the Hungarian national anthem should last 96 seconds. They love 96. That's yeah. cool. That's 90. a good fact, isn't that it? That is a good you, fact. Even... That's a good fact for pub quizzes. Yeah. So keep that in your head. 96 is an important number here. But anyway... Whilst it was starting to be built in that year, it actually wasn't completed until 1897. Lazy. But when you see the bloody size of it, you'll be like, I understand why. It is absolutely huge. And as well as being a place for locals to go and shop or to sell what you know their local produce, um, is a great spot for tourists. Cool. Because we can go and haggle. We can go haggle and we can go try lots of local dishes. Uh, we can have some unicum. And the best thing about it is it's totally free. It's free entry because it's just a market. You only spend what you want to buy. Brilliant. Okay. So we're going to be taking you with us as well. So while we're there, we're also going to be looking for five interesting things on stuff in and around the market, mm-hmm. right? That's what we're looking for. Things that we think are interesting around the market are the products or the history or the building or just anything that's there. So we're living and we're learning. Anything markety. Yeah, that's what we're looking out for. But remember, we both have to agree on the interesting things if they're going to get that ding to be ticked off on our list. Correct. All right, right then. Ready? Yeah, got to finish off this unicorn first. Down it all. See it off. Swallow 
Mm-mm. You're disgusting. Let's go. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's a big old market. Oh, speaking of big old market, do you want some stats? Straight away. Straight in. Gosh. So, this area is 836, no, no, I've got it wrong already, 8,363 metres squared. Don't know what that means. Um, and this, we're in the nave right now, it's 28 metres high and 150 metres long, and you're really going to like this. There is somewhere in the building a 120 meter long tunnel that leads down to the Danube so that products can easily come and go. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, not interesting, just a lot of numbers. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, not giving you that. That's fine. It's just to whet your appetite as we come in and so that everyone can kind of get an impression of how big this market is that we've just yeah. come into. Information overload as soon as I get in. <laughs> Sorry, it was a lot, wasn't it? But there's so much stuff straight away. Like, look at this. First product I see, Comic Sans font. <laughs> Goose liver. Delicious. Oh, my that? God. And look what's, look what's <gasps> below it. A little teeny tiny bottle of Unicum. Unicum. Speaking of which, should we have a little swig? Yes, let's have some. We brought our own Unicum. Yeah, and the great thing is they are selling this brand. Look, so people just think we bought it from this market. We're not I mean, that get is the off. brand. That is the brand. No. Unicum is the brand. What? Are yes. these the same one? They've got different bottles here. Yes, Unicum's the brand. Mmm. Oh. oh God, I've oh, hold it, hold it. I'm going to drop it. Forgotten how delicious that unicum is. Do you want some goose liver to go with you? <laughs> unicum. The way they've displayed it does make it look like it's the yeah. perfect evening. You can have goose liver, you can have a box of paprika, and you're gonna have some unicum. What else what else have they got? Agro fruit. Agro fruit is over there. What, aggressive look, fruit. Looks like you've got So your... so aggressive it's shut down. <laughs> looks like you've got your fruit and your veg to the left. You've got your sausages in the middle, loads of paprika. That's where you need your sausage, in the middle. And to that side, looks like you've got your booze. Okay, well, actually, I do have an interesting fact around that. Really? Yes, so the locals name the areas of the market. Okay. So this side, where all the local stuff is, where you can buy, like, an onion and whatever, that is known as the row of the poor. Oh. So they call it the row of the poor. And over this side, where yeah. you can get other things like booze and a kettle and other stuff, it's called Row of the Rich. Oh. So that's like the imported stuff that side and the local stuff you need every day on the left side. Interesting, isn't it? I actually do like that. So there's also a basement level as well that goes by the hun- name Hungaricum Street. <laughs> Hungaricum. <laughs> Is this um, what all your, no, your facts are going to be based on? No, but it's a 140-metre tunnel that showcases the best quality Hungarian products, any kind of products, and we'll go down underground later. 
well. That's interesting, isn't it? So that's the poor side. Yeah. That's the rich side in terms of products and what they call it. But um, that's quite cool, isn't it? Uh, I will give you that, though I think we should just say that. We're, we're not calling it the poor side, this is what the locals no. call it. Uh, and I am a big fan of finding out what the locals say about things, so you can have that. You can have it. Bing. Bing bang bong. And this is what I've discovered. Straight away, you can tell there are plenty of locals just doing their everyday shopping here. Yeah, lots of. I can tell that because lots of old ladies with them big old lady trolleys. I love them. Honestly, can we make that a thing that it's okay to have one of them as a as a, like a. 30-year-old. I'm not 30. That's that, such a lie. Is that our next bit of merch? An old lady. There's one. <gasps> There's one. I just uh, pointed at an old lady. Not you. <laughs> that trolley. Thank you. I would love a Tipsy tourism trolley bag. It's not very... Uh, you could, it, you could put all your wine in it. I could. In fact, I saw a TikTok where a girl, and she was about 18, a woman, 18 years old, she used it to go to Tesco and get 12 bottles of Lambrini. Was it? Do you know what I think that was? What? No, Gallica's daughter. No way. I think so. Anyway, we've digressed because we're in a market. Yeah. Now, so what are we going to go and buy? An old grandma trolley? No, no. I do actually want to buy something. I would really like some paprika. So, paprika, if you don't know, is a well-known, well-used spice here in Hungary. Who doesn't... Oh, I thought you were going to say it's a spice that... <laughs> Bloody hell. No, no, no. I mean, it's a very, it's a Hungarian thing. Yeah, fair enough. We had goulash last night, and versus the goulash we had in Prague, oh my God, 10 Bl times better. Bloody lovely. Because it had that nice bit of spice, had a lot of paprika in it. I have been told, James, mm -hmm. to avoid the paprika that comes in nice boxes and packaging. Okay. We're looking for basic. That's what, what the locals buy. Just in a bag. Just in a bag. That we oh, and we go. Can we have uh, a kilo? A kilo of that, please. Thank you so much. Um, a, that sounds like a lot. But anyway, <laughs> I right. I would also. Yeah. I think this is a perfect point for you to show me your haggling. Haggling your skills. Haggling skills. Because you did oh. say you were very good at that. Step aside. I'm going to get you some paprika. <laughs> Oh, I thought we were off to get paprika, but James has now stopped by this bakery. What are you getting, love? Fancy a cheese puff. Oh, do look. They, they look, look lovely. They look fantastic. Hi there. How much are these, please? Just, just buy them. Oh, okay. We should have four. Thank you. All right, here's five hundred Hungarian fun. With that money, I'd like you to buy me some paprika, please. Yeah. Use your best haggling skills. Yeah. Because there's some high prices out here. All right. What do you want? You want um, I mean, some? Ideally, a little bag of paprika. A bag and, and a tube. And a little tube of paprika puree, please. All right. Here we go. Thank you. Hi there. I'd like a paprika cream, please. Yeah. Which? What's the? What's oh, the? Sweet. Only this are paprika. Not hot, not, no. Not hot. This is yeah. That one. And can I get a 50 gram of uh, what are the, what's this one here? This is not uh, 50 gram. Yeah. Uh, sweet. Yes. How much for them? 750. You know what? You're a nice man. That sounds good. Well, hang on, Chelsea. I need I need more money. You mean you failed? Yeah. <laughs> There you go, one sec. Yes. You're bloody useless. There you go, he's a nice man. 
and he gave me some advice and said that's too hot. Thanks, man. Thank, Thank you. you. There you go. You are useless. So, did you get any money off at all? No. He says, well, thing is, the man's got such a lovely smile <laughs> that he deserves all of the money you can get. I think your Indian haggling is a myth. No. The thing is, when you're, gonna, when you're trying to get ripped off places, I don't like it, but here, they're just having a nice time. This is their job. They're not trying to rip me off, I don't think. And you have some paprika and some paprika paste. How much did it cost? It costs seven fifty. Okay, and do you know how much that is? No. Okay, seven fifty is about one pound sixty-six. See, that's why I didn't haggle. What's that's the point? All right, it's all right. Seven fifty, one pound sixty-six. That's really good. It is back home. You could get that back home. You get that in Sainsbury's for that price. You didn't even need to haggle. What brilliant marketing. Marketing. What brilliant market shopping. Would you like a bit of history? Yes, please. So when this was first opened in 1897, there was a lot of critique about it. Right. Both from the vendors and from the shoppers. People weren't, they weren't sold on it initially. And basically, the first director of the Great Market Hall was a guy called Nandor Ziegler. Cool and name. He had so many rules. So you couldn't use company logos or do advertisements. They all had to be approved by management first. The rental fees were based on types of goods sold. For example, fish was much higher renting because they had to have cooling facilities and the vendors didn't like that. They had lots of hygiene provisions, strict hours of operation, no promoting via yelling, singing or whistling. Sounds no, brilliant. No swearing. Sounds brilliant. And this one is what's really interesting to me. They had to have a high quality standard of produce on their stores and this was not like this was not heard of really at this time. Yes. It was the first place that they were like, that's a rotten strawberry. Get it off. We are only doing high standard produce here. That's good. It is good look long term. Look at that man's carrots. <laughs> They're lovely. They are lovely. Your carrots are lovely. Yeah, but you probably have Nandor Ziegler to thank for that. And you can understand why initially vendors are like, what the fuck? I can't, like, palm off my half-hour strawberries onto the punters. No. They were losing money. They were getting their goods confiscated from them, so they were not happy. Also, there were several critical articles that were published saying that the prices were a bit too high. Yeah. But, you know, with the standard going up, prices did have to go up a little bit as well. However, after a few weeks, when the vendors started to realise that their revenues were growing and growing, funnily enough, everybody got a bit happier. Then they bloody loved it, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. But initially, everyone was a bit sour. Well, that's why people don't like change. No. Look at that stall. Dinny Farm. Yeah. And all of those things. Look, like, they even show off the middle of... What's that? That's a... Uh, cabbage. They show off the middle of the cabbage. I was, look. I was just going to let you struggle until you got there. Look how lovely the middle of this cabbage is. Yeah. They're doing the same there. Look at the grapefruit. Look how nice the middle of our grapefruit is. Yeah. Well, and it all started from the fact that this market was only about high quality produce. Well done. Honestly, that, that, yeah, that looks really lovely. He gave me a thumbs up. He's very proud of his melons. Look at his aubergine. Oh my god, that is a Look that how beautiful so that aubergine is. Stunning, it's shiny. Not, Look at oh. them leeks. What do you think about that, please? That's interesting. Yes. There we go. Woo. Right, where should we head next? 
Oh, there's something I'm fascinated by that I've heard about. We're at the back of the market. By the salami. By the escalators. Yeah. Back, right corner, keep going down. Past the co-op. And look at this. What's that? Okay, describe what you see on the windows here. Fab ice lollies. No. <laughs> no, they're not ice lollies. They're mushrooms. Okay, there's lots of pictures. That one, can I just say, does look like a fab. It does look a bit like a fab lolly. Um, but we're outside the mushroom inspection centre. It is a mushroom inspection centre. What is so, a mushroom inspection centre? The identification of wild mushrooms, that's what it says on the sign. Yeah. They do not sell mushrooms, they examine them. So it's like a mushroom office. And basically, inside here, the experts check each and every piece of mushroom that you bring in to them. If you've been out foraging in the woods, and they check that it's not poisonous and it's not going to kill you. Hang on. So they, there is a, a shop dedicated to checking mushrooms that Hungarians pick in the wild. Yeah. Then they bring them here yeah. to go, can I eat this that I found yeah. in a field? Yes. And then they go, yeah, you can eat that, or no, you'll die. Correct. And that's a service. This is a service. And not only that, this is a kind of a well-known service in lots of markets all across Hungary. What? Hungarians are well-known for picking their own mushrooms, which are super delicious. And they do that? Yeah. And Why? also, every single mushroom that is sold in this great market hall has had to come via, like, they have to have their certificate to prove that it's not going to poison people. Yeah, but I expect that. I mean, no one's... Is everyone checking carrots and... Parsnips? Where's, no, the, where's the parsnip not, shop? Because they're not poisonous. The problem with mushrooms is they might kill you if you eat a dodgy one. So that's why it's super important. Well, the thing is, it's closed. <laughs> it like, is closed right now. What happens if I want a stroganoff today? Well, you're going to have to come back tomorrow. It looks like they're on their lunch break. To be fair, it's lunchtime. They mm. might just be out. I can't believe that there's a shop dedicated for this. Oh, it's not a shop. Oh, it's not, it's, you can't, you can't buy it. any mushrooms here? No. You just buy the service of them looking at mushrooms. Correct. That's Honestly, it. one of the most ludicrous business <laughs> models. models I've ever heard of. <laughs> but it is cool, right? Oh, there's a queue starting to fall. Yeah. No, of course there's not. Oh. I got excited. Whether or not you're going to use it, what do you, what do you think of it? I think that that is absolutely bloody bonkers. Slash. Interesting. Yes. There you go. It's unbelievable. Right. I have been so hungry since we got here. In fact, even at the hotel. Let's go eat something. Please. Oh. So for that, we need to go up to the first floor. It is so busy up here. This is way busier than downstairs. Oh, my God. Oh, the food looks amazing, though. It's like a really cool food market up here. There are tiny little tables where you can sit yourself down. Unicum. <laughs> of course. We have to have a bit of unicum with our meal. Yeah, we do. Right, should we get some food, find ourselves a table, and then we can chat to you there? Yes. I have been stood in this queue for a langosh. So far, for 8 minutes and 38 seconds. Excellent. We are here at lunchtime. Don't come at lunchtime. Also, please, if you want a langosh, there will be so many places close to here that you can go and get it straight away. Um, but since we're doing this episode on this market, I thought I would do some investigative 
journalism, stand in this queue at the stopwatch. Now, what have you learnt from, from, from your time in the queue? That I am easily distracted. <laughs> and You spent the whole time on Instagram. I have. I was on TikTok. <laughs> oh, sorry. Was I supposed to have some Hungarian fact ready for you? No, all I could think of was I'm bloody hungry. Uh, and Langosh, if you don't know, is like this big. Well, is a Langosh that there? Yeah. A pizza? No. Looks like a big pizza. No. So a Langosh is, it's like a deep fried flatbread. Oh. And then they put sour cream and cheese on top. It's right. bloody gorgeous. Um, and I won't lie, I did hope that we were going to try some goulash, maybe try a cabbage roll, some strudel, but it's too busy. Each of these things are sold at different places. I think it would take a full hour for us to queue and consume each and every one of those. Right. So we're going to go with the Langosh, because that is like, it's the biggest queue, and it's what the people want to know about. Is it good? Is it worth the cost? So they're deep frying a pizza base. Yeah. They're putting some Philadelphia cheese on it. Yeah. No. And then Sour some... Cream. Okay. And it's flatbread. Not the same, James. It does look nice, to be fair. Twenty-one minutes after I started queuing, we are back downstairs with our Lang Gosh. It, it is so busy up there. It's so packed, full of tourists. Yeah. Which um, we are. Which we are. And how much was this? This was. 1850, which is just over four quid. However, James made a proper tourist blunder, didn't I he? I did, I he did. He said, do you want a box? And he went, yeah. And I went, and before I could say no, he'd already slapped it into a box, which was an extra 400 Hungarian foreign, which is 88p, James. You spent 88p on a box. Well, I'm enjoying the box. So the whole thing was a fiver, including a cardboard box. <laughs> yeah, so do, do note that if you are buying food, they will possibly charge you extra for like cutlery for boxes for all sorts now i've got to say after 20 minutes of waiting this better be proper stunning chopping it up like a pizza i mean i was just going to pick it up with my hands i'm fine i'm just going to tear it off right cheers oh, it's, it's, it's more cakey than pizzery mm. oh and in fairness it is very good it is really delicious however Mm. I'm going to go on a limb here and say, for £5, I bet you can find this cheaper elsewhere. Yeah. No doubt. We're in a very touristy area. Yeah. It's just dough, sour cream and cheese. It's really good, though. It's like a donut. Mmm. A savoury donut. It's really good. But you know what it is missing? What? Some unicum. Oh, should we have some? And some unicum. Yeah. Delicious. Oh, I've got sour cream all over it. Sorry. Oh, excellent. Oh, that does not get any different, does it? Go oh, look. Look, what time is it? Um, two or something? Two oh. twenty-three. That man is mm. starting to put away his salami. Oh my god! Isn't this supposed to close at six? So, be aware. You mm. might need to come a bit earlier. They are. They're fully packing up. They are. These ones aren't. No, they've covered their sausages. Oh. That was delicious. On the escalator, going down, and what can you smell? Oof, I don't want to say. <laughs> I can smell fish. 
that's exactly where we're heading to now. Now, first impressions. What can you tell me is the main difference between this floor and other floors? There is no one down here. <laughs> it's so quiet. And that is because traditionally, fish isn't super popular here in Hungary. Uh, and when they do eat it, it tends to be like carp, catfish, pike perch, freshwater fish. Yes. However, this is what I'm buying for my interesting thing. They do eat fish in something called the fisherman's soup. Very popular Christmas dish. Christmas? Yeah, and in fact, 30 to 35% of Hungary's fish consumption happens in the few days around Christmas. Hang on, they have 35% of all of their fish at one point. So in like Christmas time, this actually will be busy. Yes. This is the only point you're probably going to find queues down here is in the run-up to Christmas and everyone's getting ready to make their soup. Well, it's, they've got, well, they've got loads of fish. I know. Look how much fish you've got. Yeah, and Look it's that. just... That looks like salmon, because it is. And what's down here? More fish. More fish. Scampi. Oh, this one's closed. Too late. Oh. Uh, but they got the, look, they've got the tanks. They've got the tanks to where they keep the fish that are alive. Yeah. Oh. But to be fair, fish is normally more a morning trade. Yes. So it could well be that most have closed up shop. It's just gone after. It's nearly three o'clock. They're probably no. all getting home, aren't they? Fishermen start early. Yeah, and they women. Do. Yeah, they do. Um, so what do you think about that? And going in with the whole fact about fish consumption, that's what I think is interesting. Do you? Yes. Yes. I can't believe that they're closed down so quickly. <laughs> so, we're down in the basement and there's a big sign here that says... Hungaricum! Hungaricum with a K. And if you follow it round, there's a whole street. And on this street, they're showcasing products from Hungary... Yeah. ...in their big, like, big glass shelving cylinders things. First Good one description. Here. First one here, what do you see? Unicum! Unicum is the first one, and it's got a bit of information. Which obviously we know all about because you covered that. It didn't all. Already. Patented in 1883. Other things that I did know. In the next one is some. Acacia honey! Honey. Okay, keep on walking. Uh, there's an Aldi. Yeah. I'm not sure that's classes. Do they have a middle aisle though? That's what we don't know. Oh. Looks well, like it. Do you think? Anyway, all, all Aldi's do. more Hungarian products. This one, what is that? Oh, it's your paprika. I'm hoping because I am looking for a Hungarian product because I have a fact about it. Paprika, brilliant. More Hungarian paprika. Don't worry, mate, I've got some already. And finally, what do we have here? A Rubik's Cube. And that is a Hungarian invention. I did not know that. Yeah, so the founder, the founder, not the founder, <laughs> the inventor. <laughs> It's called Erno Rubik's, and he invented it in 1974. I did not know it was from Hungary. And he invented it as a, a, as a thing that he could give his students to do as a good task. But the thing is, when he built it, it took him one month to solve it. At first what? he thought it wasn't possible to solve, because there's 43 quintillion combinations of a Rubik's Cube. But hang but, on, he, he didn't start off going, this is the final answer and I'll work backwards. He just thought once he screwed it up he couldn't get it back because there's too <laughs> many combinations. But it, it took a month and then he finally figured it out and the whole university was trying to look for it and then they got it 
and then they were like, right, we're going to sell this. And to date, they have sold over 450 million Rubik's cubes all around the world. And we have about 12 here. There's 12 of them there, right there. Do you think they're the originals? No, they are not the originals. <laughs> Down in the basement of a market? Just on their no. own. New. <laughs> um, well, I love that. Didn't know it was Hungarian. And I love it even more, the fact that he invented it without it being a solved puzzle. There we go. Love it. <gasps> That's our fifth and final interesting thing. Bing. We've done it. We basically completed the Grand Market Hall. Yeah, we have. Well. Right, should we go back and finish everything back at the hotel? Well, you will not be surprised to hear that we've left everything last minute. Uh, James. Yep. We need to get to the Buddy Airport. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, honestly. Do we? Our flight's in two and a half hours. OK, great. <laughs> yeah, we did not have time to record once we got back to the hotel. <laughs> We what? never do. What? I don't know why we do this to ourselves. Every time it's always so fine. We had hardly... By the time we got to the hotel, we had two hours until our flight went. <laughs> and we were like, we should probably not be recording a podcast right now. I don't like spending loads of time in an airport. I like to get on a train just before it sets off. Yeah. And I like to be efficient. Well, we certainly were very, very efficient. But, oh, my God, we nearly got... The reason it took so long to get to the hotel yeah. is because we nearly got scammed. Oh, yeah, we did. By the, Basically, we came out of the Great Market Hall. There was a taxi sat outside. And now, if you're thinking, like, uh, if alarm bells are ringing, you're thinking, of course, you know, your run-of-the-mill taxi is going to try and scam you. Well, let me explain something. Because in Budapest, even if you use Uber or Bolt or whatever... They all come in the same cars and when you get in, they all have the same signs up that say that they're regulated by the government and they're all on meter. Yeah. So basically every taxi should charge you the same. It's just that the Uber and the Bolt people are typing in the amount into the app. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does because I was there. Yeah. yeah. So we got in and we were like, excellent. This has worked out a treat. He's just sat here waiting for us. He's like, I'll put the meter on. We literally about to start going and he just really casually kind of throws in. So it'll be about 120,000 Hungarian foreign, which not pounds. <laughs> that sounds like a lot, but I think, hang on, how much did I just say? 120,000. It's around like 27 quid around that thing. However, what he didn't know is I had just checked the amount on Bolt and I knew it should be costing us around like less than half of that. Yeah, to be honest, by that point, I was just like, yeah, fine. And then Chelsea was like, no. I was like, absolutely not. Reached over, she grabbed his handbrake. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, calm down, Chelsea. No, you were looking at me, though, like I was making a big fuss about nothing. And you, you looked at me for a second because you looked at the meter and were like, Chelsea is on the meter. And I was like, but I've just looked. We're being scammed. Get out the car, and she got him in a headlock. <laughs> and I was like, get off him. And he was crying, and then he tapped out. And then we walked back to the hotel. We did. Got our stuff, and then off we went. Oh, I mean, it's really funny, though, isn't it? We're in a bit of a rush. Don't get ripped off. Yeah, so that's a big thing. If you're in, I mean, it is such a tourist destination, I guess... They will be there waiting for you. Definitely use the taxi apps if you can, because at least you know you can see for sure what the price is. Scammers. They can't scam you on the taxi apps. Um, but hey, 
We it made means, we made it home. It means that we get to record here at home. Woo! And we haven't. I feel like I've missed it. This series. We've we been out and about. Yeah, we haven't been here in ages. Um, did you bring some unicum back with you, James? Did I bring some unicum back in your liquids? <sighs> Hello. Yes. <laughs> Fortunately, we did oh. have checking bags. <laughs> yes, I did. You might have struggled getting that through uh, security just before. And it tastes exactly the same here. <laughs> mm. Okay, pass it over. There you go. Oh, that... Isn't it lovely? That lovely unicorn. Oh, we can offer that to friends when they come over. Yeah, come over and just say, can I have a bit of that? And I'll be like, it's all yours. Oh my God, what a delicacy. Um, what a thing to bring back. I know. Okay, let's talk about Budapest's Great Market Hall. Yes. Did you have fun? Well... Oh. I enjoyed it, but oh. I thought it was a bit touristy, a bit busy in parts. I was expecting a more positive re- response from you, James. No, don't get the me wrong. well. I heard, I heard some negativity in that well. Don't get me wrong. There was some high quality fruit and veg there. There was no bad carrots, not one. There was some very lovely food produce, the word produce, items there. Um, but it was just, there was a lot of people. There was. It was very busy. We went at lunchtime and I would say, if you're going to go, avoid the peak times. We did it wrong. We did yeah. it badly. Yeah. And okay. things started to close as we was there. So that was, that was, but, but do you know what? There's some nice stuff there and I had a nice time. Good. I'm very glad to hear it. It wasn't a total waste of time. What about then. you? What about you? Yeah, I had a lot of fun, but I, well, I guess we're going to come on to the bits that we would say need a bit of improvement in a second. So let me hit you with this one. What was your favourite part? Obviously, the the friendly uh, paprika salesman. <laughs> your awful haggling. <laughs> I have just listened to that back. Yeah. You didn't even try. What do you mean? Did, well, what's the point in trying when you've got a smile like that? You but, can't haggle with a smile. <laughs> I gave you 500 and you paid 750. <laughs> you had to come back and ask for more money for yeah. me. You didn't even say to him, oh, could you do a deal? Because I get him two. No, it looks too nice. You could have, oh, I reckon you could have at least gone for, I don't know, 600 for two. Listen, if I'm buying a car, which I'm not doing very often, I will haggle with the salesman for my feet. 500 or whatever fiat 500 right we've oh, got that on record you saying that uh but i i just didn't want to haggle with him okay. I just, so but he was a nice man he was my favorite part so uh, your fa- your favorite part is failing at haggling that's what i'm hearing winning at the smile that's what i think it is what's your favorite part mine were the cheese puffs Cheese puffs, actually, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm in love with them. I actually had a quick Google to find out what they're actually called. Cheese they're puffs. called uh, Pog... Hang on, hang on. My eyesight's bad. Uh, Pogaxa. 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 Nah. Oh, uh, my God. I prefer cheese puff. They were... They, if you go to the Great Market Hall, look out for their little bakers. You're looking for these small, breaded cheese puffs. They <sighs> are... Beautiful. Mwah. Why did we only buy four? I could have had 40. What is wrong with us? Uh, I know. And they were on the ground floor and the best, less, less busy bit. Exactly. In fact, yeah, do not go to the food bit. Just go and get your pod, podoxkas. Fill up on big cheese puffs, little cheese puffs. Yeah. That's what you want. What uh, would you say needs improvement? Uh, i tell you what needs improvement that I've just remembered right now, didn't think I was going to say this, is uh, for no reason as we were leaving, there was a band setting up. 
<laughs> and you think, oh, maybe they're setting up on stage. No, just in the middle of the market. A, that band need to get on earlier so we can see them all. And they need a little stage. That's what they need. I quite like that they're in the middle of the hubbub. No, I walked through the drum kit's drum kit. Yeah, we did go past the, the flautist as they were doing a few little trills. Yeah. It was quite nice, though. I liked it. But it was quite nice to see them. We should have stayed, but we had to get on the plane. <laughs> we, we should have stayed and missed our flight <laughs> yeah. just to see that band. Um, I think for sure the improvement needs to happen with a queuing system upstairs. Oh, you need a queuing system. Oh, my God. 21 minutes for a Langosh. It was, it was good, but it wasn't that good. Get a little cashier number four process going. And there was two queues, wasn't there? Oh, my God. We realised at the end that you could have been well sneaky and come from the right and probably waited two minutes. Yeah, the rogue queue for the ones with balls. I was so livid about this. In fact, because I love a rule, I almost tried to say to the people, like, oh... There's a queue here as well. They they didn't care. No. They didn't care. They just wanted to serve people. So, look, if you see a second queue... Go in the queue. Go for it. Go the, just, just be naive. Just play dumb. Yeah. Go oh, for sorry. it. Uh, do you think it was worth it? Worth it? As in, like, the free trip to this market? Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. When it's free... It becomes very worth it. Absolutely worth it. I mean, you could argue that some of the things were a bit expensive there, that you'd get them a bit cheaper. But in comparison to the prices back home in UK, in the UK, it's cheaper anyway. So no, no, no complaints. I think, as I kind of mentioned, if you're looking for a place to wander around for an hour, it's it's going to entertain all your senses. You can get some food. You can do a big tick of culture and then you can go. You can go downstairs to the Aldi, which was a lovely sized (laughs) Aldi. Yeah. Please don't go and just do your shopping at Aldi. Go and speak to the local merchants and spend a bit of money. Go and have a look. It does have a middle aisle, I have checked. And uh, it is a beautiful Aldi hidden away in the depth of a very old market hall. I've, I've got to say, James. Yeah. In retrospect... I kind of do wish that we'd done the children's railway. Oh, a bit of regret. A little bit of regret. It's not to say I didn't enjoy it. I did enjoy it, but I feel like I've come away and gone, that was nice, but it hasn't moved me. Whereas I kind of feel like it would have blown my tiny mind to see some children. Two tiny little idiots. Operate. Messing stuff up, yeah. They are so good at their job, James. Yeah, see, of course they are. We need to, come, we need to go back because... We need you to understand how professional these children are. A lot of people did say that. It, it, uh, I've got some messages on Instagram saying people saying that it is brilliant. Yeah. And we should have gone there. Yeah. Um, never mind. Well, maybe in Budapest 2.0. You know, we can, we can go back. You are you are allowed to revisit countries. Yeah. That is the thing you're allowed to do. Top travel advice there. If you need <laughs> it from me. Whenever you need it, I will give it to you. Um... What else was I going to say? Marks out of 10. Yeah, marks out of 10. I'm going to go for a six. I'm going to go for six. I've written six down. Oh my God, that's the the first easy math. And the average six, six divided by two is six. Oh my God, it's six. There we go. Yeah, that's the first uncomplicated bit of the arithmetic we've had to do. Um, Yeah, so thank you so much for listening. We... Love it when you leave us a review. So you know what yeah. to do. Five, five stars. 
Five stars, please. Pretty please. On Apple, if, you, if you're on Apple, you need to go to the page where it shows all the different episodes. You keep scrolling down and you see the stars. And then you do five stars, tap on write a review, and we bloody love to read them. James reads every single one of them before bed. I've read every one. Yeah. And I read them all every night before I go to bed, every single one of them again, again, again. Also, um, at Spotify, you can now rate on Spotify as well. Shut up. Yeah, you don't You don't even have to leave a review, but you Get can leave a star town. rating. So if that's how you listen, go and take a look. We'd love to see it. Yeah, uh, our next episode, we're back in... Well, we're in there, we're, we're here now, but we're back in the UK, but yes. I am reunited with something... I love. Oh my god! My drinks trolley. We will finally get a drink from your drinks trolley. Yeah, and yeah. we're talking music, music festivals. festivals. Yeah, cannot wait to do a tipsy tourism all about that. But thank you so much for listening, and we will speak to you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.